Jonas and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. You've been stressing over your financial situation for quite some time now, but uh, today take a breath. Someone close to you could finally pay their debt to you and you'll be better off. Taurus. You should feel especially warm and loving toward everyone close to you. Today, you should carve out some quality time with your friends and family to express how you're feeling with them. Gemini. You're going to be glowing today and you'll be radiating your strength, your positivity, and love to everyone and everything you encounter today. Cancer. There's something calling to you, uh, something artsy. Instead of returning to your old ways, embrace it. Leo. You should take today and have some serious conversations with some people who are more established than you. Virgo. This is the right moment to extricate yourself from relationships that have seen their day. It is over. It will help you see the right way to cut ties and focus on healthier relationships. Libra. You took off like a bullet a few days ago, making great progress in a short amount of time. But now that is catching up to you. You'll be able to find some balance between resting and working, and you're going to feel more renewed. Scorpio. There's some likelihood you'll be haunted by thoughts of your love life today. You'll find time and place that you need to think about everything. Sagittarius. You find yourself stuck in a rut today. Don't stress about it. You'll find a way to change so that you have the best life possible. Capricorn. You're finally on the mend today. It's been a trying time for you, and you've been patient and put in the work, and some changes were needed, and you did that. Aquarius. You are feeling a little under the weather or under the water, Aquarius, uh, today. It's understandable. You have a lot going on at work, and your personal life isn't much better. Once it's all settled, you'll feel much better. Pisces. Well, today is running high with tension, and there's not much you can do about it. You're going to be able to keep cool, collect it, while all this mayhem is surrounding you. Beautiful. Uh, Another look at your horoscopes are available on Chum1045.com. Hit Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on the website. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. And I wake up. The Chum Morning Show. I always feel like I got to, like, open up my shirt when that song comes on. (laughs) Like, like my chest is exposed. Why is that? I don't know. It feels like an episode of Miami Vice or something. Something (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, has that kind of feeling through it. Anyway, how are you feeling? Good, you know. I'm glad. I'm uh, today is Wednesday, October 19th, and I'm happy about that because yesterday uh, we did our uh, Halloween spooktacular, which is going to air on uh, Halloween Monday. And uh, as much as I like doing this, so much work, and so I, I'm glad it's over. Oh, it's a big. I'm tired. It's a. It's, it's, a, big it's a big to do. It's a big pr- to do. And then you mentioned yesterday about something about a vanilla shake or something. And I thought, so my husband uh, and I went out and we got some, uh, I got myself a milkshake yesterday. Thank you for your idea. Because when I do something that is outside of my comfort zone a little bit, I treat myself. So I had a chocolate milkshake yesterday. You would say that's outside of your comfort zone, the uh, the uh, the Halloween show? Well, in the sense of it's, you you're, you have a lot of moving parts. And, you know, you know, when we do this show, we're comfortable with one another, whatever. But, you know, what if this happens and what if that happens? And on the production of the show. What if I get it gets it. delayed? And that's, that kind of, you know, it's not comfort. It's, it's just like. It's a it. treat after the hard work. That's exactly I understand it. what you mean by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This not... is, I guess that never ends. That never ends. This is how I'm incentivizing my little one right now. Okay, if we do this milkshake later, it works for, for the it, grown and, and seasoned as well. It does. It okay. Does. So, so thank you for that so, suggestion. So what was the shake like? The shake was from Burgers Priest, and it's a chocolate shake. And what I like about it, it's uh, it's it's um, small and delicious. Mm-hmm. And you have the first sip, and then you say 
to your partner, you're not getting any of this, mm-hmm. I hope you accept mm-hmm. that. Exactly. And it was gone. Oh, they do it right over there. They do it really good. They yeah, I like really that. Well. Then I had the hamburger. Yeah, I did the shake first, then the hamburger. There was no, like, mixing it up together. You had a better dinner than I did. What did you? <laughs> what? Um, I mean, I just, you know, grilled some chicken. But, like, that, a burger's priest burger. Yeah. Their fries. Yes. And that shake mm. killed it. That was it. Good stuff. Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. So there is a new trend on TikTok, as always. This one is surrounding a cocktail. It's called a Negroni Spagliato. But the thing here is that the trend isn't necessarily about the Negroni. But because the Negroni is going viral, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how to make it. So I'll tell you why it's going viral. So it's from um, the show House of Dragon. It's from one of the characters. One of the other characters were asking her, like, what is your drink of choice? Uh, Well, take a listen to the clip. What's your drink of choice? A Negroni. I was going to say the same thing. Bagliato. With Prosecco in it. Oh, stunning. Yeah. So the response is going viral because it's kind of like you answer a question, but then it gets better. And again, it's better again. Every step of the answer, right? Right. Negroni. So, Spagliato. Exactly. With Prosecco. Right, 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 right. So the reason why it's so viral right now on TikTok isn't because of the drink. It's viral because people are now using that sound. And you know how people use sounds but put text on screen? Yeah. So people might say something like, um, what's your morning routine? Clink, 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 clink. Well, no, it's not about cocktails at all. Okay. So now they're going to say, so my morning routine is... I have a coffee, and then I journal for three hours, and then I go for a run. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. everything, it like, amps up a little bit. Okay. Exactly. Okay. But because this is about the Negroni Spagliato. Let, let, let me try. What's my morning okay. routine? Um, my alarm wakes me up. Then I fall down the stairs, and I get to work and talk to a million people. Exactly. Wow. It did it. <laughs> what is my day? Look at us TikTok stars. <laughs> what is my day? So it's funny. So people are also using it to talk about uh, their types of, like, their person that they're looking for. Oh. People are like, I'm into guys with beards, with tattoos, who've been to jail. You know, like, it has to, like, get oh, to a crazy level at some point, right? Funny. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's get back to the cocktail. <laughs> what, what's in that cocktail? That's what I need. To. All right. So a classic Negroni is made with gin, Campari, and sweet vermouth. Yeah. But the Negroni Spagliato, this one is, Spagliato means mistaken in oh, Italian. Okay. Um, so I guess somebody made some sort of mistake when doing this. So it was, it was a new variation. And then they used sparkling wine instead of using gin. So that is how this happened. So you're going to use one ounce of Campari. You're going to use sweet, vermo- sweet red vermouth, one ounce, and then one ounce of Prosecco. I would probably suggest more than one ounce of Prosecco. That's just me. But then you're going to put all of that over um, ice. And then garnish with an orange slice. Very nice. Happy breakfast. That's okay. (laughs) Breakfast of champions. Exactly. All right. There is orange in it, so there's part of a balanced breakfast. (laughs) Not into sweet vermouth, are you? No. Uh, I don't drink it very much. I don't know. uh, It's it's wine, really, isn't it? It's like Yeah, between the sweet uh, vermouth and the Campari, it's just... Yeah. Too bitter for me. Me too. Okay. Um, so there's a new university <laughs> opening up in Ontario. It's going to be the University of Niagara Falls, Canada. Yay! So they're going to have five programs, biomedical sciences, majors in digital economy and digital marketing, marketing analytics, technology entrepreneurship, and master of arts in digital media and global communications. So they're offering in-person, online, and hybrid courses, and it's going to open in 2024. That's pretty cool. 
Those are all things that when you go to a cocktail party, having your Negroni or whatever that thing is called. Yes. So what do you do? What school do you go to? And what are you studying? You're going, huh? It's not like doctor, lawyer, right? Teacher. Right. No, those courses. Programs. Those courses will get you prepared for what's going on. That's right now. Right now. Yep. And so that that's what that's so great about it because they'll you'll get a great conversation about what they're going to be when they finish. That's exactly. great. Exactly. Thank you. That's what's trending. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. What's on your mind? What's going on? What are you thinking about today? Did you, take, did you look at Azalea and how shiny she looks? <laughs> she looks clean, scrubbed, and ready to go. Relaxed. I was just talking to her about her day peace. yesterday. I'm trying to answer correctly. <laughs> <laughs> she looks good. Yeah, she looks very good. shiny. Thank- <laughs> so like a Christmas... You? Wow. Ornament, like an ornament. There an you ornament. go. Biggest okay. compliment you can give her. Thank you. Okay. So yeah. where were you yesterday? Yesterday, I went to the new Thermea Spa in Whitby. Oh. Um, it just opened earlier this month, officially, and it's been, it has been being built for years. Yes. So it's been a lot of setbacks because of COVID and things like that, sure. but it is gorgeous. It doesn't even feel like you're in Whitby. It feels like you're somewhere far far away well, you showed uh, jamar and i just like one shot of you looking over yes the landscape and it's like a, it looks like you're in british columbia or there's like tons of saunas and steam rooms yeah. and there's a massive um hot tub uh-huh. there's also cold plunges which oh, will literally take your breath away because it's so cold um but you have to do it because their thing is you do the hot, you do yeah. cold, and then you rest. I love that. Hot, cold, rest. I love that. I have to tell you, I'm a weirdo, but I like that stuff. I like it, it a lot, your too. Blood, it gets your blood flowing, and you feel really rejuvenated from that. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. have this thing where kind of the cold plunge is falling down on you. No. Not really like a waterfall, oh. but that was much easier to go under than to jump into a cold plunge. Oh, okay. okay. There's the both options, but I chose the one that would, it would just fall on me. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I did it. Massages, facials. Oh yeah, the works. The works. The works. They have everything. And I did okay. the first treatment that I did included uh, mud and clay. How was so that? there was masks and there was exfoliating. It was amazing. It smelled good. You felt good afterwards. Um, it was amazing. I highly get recommend. That mud off of you? Did they take a hose and just spray you down? So this sauna in particular, everybody kind of has their own rainfall shower oh, okay. above them and the instructor turns it on and turns it off but they give you this little bowl with um each thing that you could just scrub onto your body oh, okay and then she'll turn on the the pipe and then she'll let the away. waterfall come down on you and then the there's rainfall. three restaurants there too three restaurants there's a beer garden there's a lounge and then there's like a fine dining restaurant yeah. so you're kind of getting everything so the first thing I did, I was starving, obviously, because I went after the show. So I tried to hold out, and I went for around lunch, but I went to the fine dining restaurant. A little bit later, I was like, you know what? I'll have a cocktail. So I went to the beer garden. <laughs> then a little bit later before I left, I was like, you know, I could have a tea Sounds at this like time. Sounds like full on vacation. Yeah. Oh, it was. That's so then the tea I went and I had in the lounge. So I kind of got the best of all worlds. Oh, I love it. So what, the, the, it's called what again? It's called Thermea Spa in Whitby. Whitby. It's like a Nordic spa if you're looking for something that's really why, fun. She looks so fantastic. You always look good, but you look like shiny and <laughs> relaxed and I've, I've been to the spa. I'm and posting a video on the Chum okay. Instagram page on Friday. Look out for it. <laughs> you had me a beer garden. I love it. So nice. So oh, relaxing. So nice. I think it's time for us to take a little trip to Whitby. I like it. Yes. What do you think, Jamar? Uh, that's what's on our mind. <laughs> that's what's on my mind. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. Woo!
This thing with James Corden took off yesterday. I'm I'm actually surprised at how much press it got. If you yeah. did, if you don't know what we're talking about, apparently there's a, uh, a restaurant or a bar or something in New York where Balthazar. James Corden. It's a bar. Uh, it's, a, it's called Balthazar. Balthazar. Okay. Yes. Uh, James Corden goes to this place and he goes and has dinner, drinks, whatever, whatever, and he is just a total chotch. Like he's just the worst person on earth. He's asking Not once, things, but twice. Like terrible. I can't yeah. believe it. And then. He's so bad that they actually ban him from the restaurant. And this thing took off. It's on every news outlet, yeah. nationwide, internationally. Everyone's talking about James Corden and how he's like the worst person on earth. It's kind of interesting. And then, yeah, that he blew up, uh, you know, a couple times at that restaurant. So they banned him. And then somehow uh, they came together and they, uh, he did a huge apology, apparently. The apology tour. I can't believe I'm. I thought this was going to be fluff, Marilyn. I thought this one was going to be on and gone, but it became a whole thing yesterday. Well, I mean, so many people posted on it and pretending that they were him and they go, don't you know who I am in a British accent? It was <laughs> right, very right, funny. Right, right, right. So this is a problem when, um, you know, you and I talked, uh, you know, off mic yesterday about, you know, what is his problem? I don't think he's a happy guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like just, just you know, he found a hair in something. Uh, his wife ordered egg uh, uh, egg whites only and there was a yolk in her, in her omelet and he got upset about that. But still he blew up. Not good. What do you do about stuff? Like well, there's a, funny enough, it, when he heads back home, he may not need to ship up or shape out. Yeah. Reverse that for me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> because there is a cafe in the yeah. United Kingdom that gives uh, the people that go there an assessment based on how polite they are. And based on this assessment, they'll charge a sliding scale of prices. Yeah. So the worse of a customer you are, the more they will charge you. That's how right. funny is that? Rudeness comes with a cost. It's a great idea. Or is it? Well... Well, there's it's it's like if you're rude to them and help me with this. If you're rude to them, mm-hmm. they will they will uh, make you pay more to the point where you could be doubling up on the actual price of what you're going to buy, like a chai tea or something. Sure. Yeah. So is this what we want to do from now on? Do we want to charge people more based on I mean, think of every ride share, every Uber driver thinking right now or every wait staff, any yeah. any bartender. Would you have loved to charge someone an extra 20 bucks? Because of what they put you through for the experience, you used to bartend, Azalea. Absolutely. Yeah, wouldn't that be? Yes. That'd be an interesting thing to do. Wait, what's wrong with my bill? It's got forty extra dollars on it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I deserve the forty dollars, sir. That—that's what you would say to the person. Can you imagine? No, I can't. It says. It, it, it says. It says. This guy says, it's just when they put it up there, right? Mm-hmm. He's been doing it since last March. It's a nice reminder to use your manners because, unfortunately, sometimes we do need reminding. And it's it's some people have a laugh with it. And so it's like it's working out okay. I wonder. Right. You can take yeah. it back the way you yeah. order and be like, okay, I'm sorry. Can I'm I sorry. please get one? And then, there you go. Now you're going to spend $2. Yeah. Right, right. Now it's $5. Right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. But I, I, I don't mind this a little bit just, you know, because it's ugly when you see somebody being rude and you're like a. Uh, you know, you're watching it happen. Sure. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm sure there are tons oh. of people in the service industry right now who would yeah. love to determine the price yeah. with some of the people that they uh, they deal with. So That's right. Not a bad idea. Watch m- out, James Corden. Make sure you're being good to the people that you uh, you get service from today. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. Imagine that. A 
an upcharge for rudeness. <laughs> uh, a reminder that we should all be treating each other much better than we do. Right? Yeah. Speaking of uh, good treatment, mm -hmm. I am uh, getting ready to get the new iPhone. <gasps> and I'm very excited about having a new phone because the way I treated my current phone, um, I owe the phone an apology. I've, I've not been very, very good to this phone. This phone is so angry at me right now. When I do anything like take a photo, record a video, the phone doesn't comply. When I open my photo app right now, it's just like, nope. Not using it. Oh, really? Not really? taking any pictures. You must have been really bad to it. Yeah, we yeah. we're uh, we we need to break up me and this phone. But I'm asking everyone listening right now. I need a new routine on how to treat my phone. I want to treat the next phone much better than I treat treated new this phone. phone. I'm gonna treat you like no other. It's it's like you're gonna be special to me. Can you guys tell me what your routine is with like cleaning out your your photos, photo reel? Like, do you have a routine? When you take pictures, do you have like six days? If the photo sits there for six days and I don't use it, then I, you know, I delete it or oh, whatever. What are like? Yeah. What is your routine? Yeah. Anybody have a routine? What's your routine? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I'm telling you, my photos are a mess. I started off with a good focus on that, saying within five days you have to do, and I just, just didn't do that. My, my husband does it, so he's like, what does he do? He, as soon as he takes a picture. The one that he uses, he keeps. Like, that's going to get be posted. And then the rest of them go. I need to do something like that. Yeah. What? I don't know why you don't clear out your phone. I don't phone. know why it's I don't either. To me. I know. In, in my head, I feel like one day I'm going to need that photo of a, of a salt shaker. And, like, I won't have it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just right. Like, yeah, I get I know. the thought process yeah. of feeling like, oh, I may need this photo of being this person one but day. But you really don't, right? But you, like, you really don't. So what is your routine? I clear out every time I go somewhere and I take videos to, if my intention is to make a reel yeah. after the fact. Yeah. Once I make that reel or I post that video on my Instagram stories, I delete it off my phone. Yeah. And that's it. End of story. And that's it. It's gone. Yeah. It was a moment in time. I enjoyed it. You don't remember. You don't remember that during uh, the lockdown when we were, you were here. And we were, Caitlin and I were at home. Yes. You said, uh, this is a good time for you to clear out your photos. Because we weren't, we weren't sure about we're what, what we were doing, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, I think you said, I'm going to clear out my photos and see how that works. And maybe, you never did you it. Did. never maybe, did it. You never did it. So I started doing it because you did it. And then I lost the whole thing. Okay. You know what I've realized about Jamar? He's some sort of, like, phone hoarder. I am a phone hoarder. So it's yeah. like you hoard things on your phone. Like, you hoard followers. Yes. Not followers, the people who you follow. Yes, I've hoarded, yeah. You know, because you think that maybe you might need to talk to this person at I'm some following 75,000 no, people, 7,500 people on Instagram. How many that, of them do I know? That 10. That is crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone, That is so. crazy to me that you follow 7,500 people. And who who do you, who do you, do you ever put likes on other people? No, 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 no. I noticed I don't that. Like, I don't like Not, not that I'm insulted. Okay. I'm looking at you at yeah, Tiffago. That's a nice picture. I put a nice picture of Gemini up. I got nothing. A zero from my partner. I don't even see them. Why are yeah, you Yeah. Because I'm following 7,500 people. Well, that's stop <laughs> oh madness. Like, you're just taking all this, this energy from counts. strangers. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Every you day. Simone, you were going to say something, producer Simone. I was going to say, I, I airdrop all my photos onto my computer, and then after that, put them on an external hard drive. I like that. That's a good idea. Oh, he So you have that. them somewhere. I, I get worried that at some point... I'm throwing something away I, that I, I made. It's hoarding. 
It's complete. Yeah, it di- it's digital hoarding. Digital hoarding. But don't you feel at the end of the day you're just tired? You don't. I'll do it tomorrow, and it never gets done. That's, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Digital hoarding. I'm All right. Dorting. That's what I'm I don't doing. Want to say anything? Right. But you're a digital hoarder. Dorter. Uh, <laughs> let Let me know if you've got any uh, pointers and what your routine is. Notice the youngest at. person in the room had the best idea. Yep, that's it. That's a right good there. idea. Yeah, yeah. I like the ideas. Uh-huh. All right, but looking forward to a new phone. It's gonna be a new me. I hope. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. If you're looking for fun things to do or look forward to in the city, there's a couple really cool and unique festivals happening. So next week, if you want something spooky and scary for Halloween, the Night of Dread Parade is happening from Shaw Street to Dover Court on the 29th. So this is their 23rd annual parade, and it's filled with performers who are all dressed in scary costumes. They're performing to music. And they're all professional performers. Like, this is their thing. This is what they come out to do. It is family-friendly, though, so it's not going to be scarier than other Halloween events. They are going to look scary, though. That's the whole point. Got it. Um, And if you do want to attend, they have a dress code, black, white, and dreadful. (laughs) Okay. And then fast forward through Halloween, there's a new Christmas market coming. And the unique thing about this one is that it's all Filipino. So it's called the Christmas Goods and Food Bazaar, and it's supposed to make people feel like they're really in the Philippines for the holidays. So they're going to have lights, uh, Christmas Carol, and a marketplace, but all these things are unique to the Philippines. So this is actually happening this weekend, only on Saturday, because similarly to Trinidad, um, it's common to start getting in the Christmas spirit early. In the, Philipp- in the Philippines. So it's happening at the Chinese Cultural Center of Greater Toronto on Shepherd Avenue East. So that's fun. And then there's one place in the city that I definitely do not take enough advantage of. And it was just named one of the best food markets in the entire world, St. Lawrence Market. Mm-hmm. So National Geographic, they released a list of 10 great food markets around the globe. Spice Bazaar in Istanbul, Turkey made the list. Castries Market in St. Lucia, Borough Market in London, England, just to name a few, and our St. Lawrence Market. Hey. So that's kind of cool. That's great. In the article, they mentioned the female bacon sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's Jim's favorite, right? You he said? loves it, yep. There you go. Must have. Yeah. So the other places are Japan, Mexico, California, Hungary, um, where is this one? Finland, and then Toronto. Like, it's just kind of mind-blowing to me, although I know that our food yeah. landscape here in the city is amazing. It's it just kind of cool to see us on the list. Very good. All right. But that's what's trending. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Jump 104.5. It's pumpkin season. Not talking about pumpkin spice. We're talking about pumpkin carving, pumpkin decorations. Halloween, of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, Azalea and I today are going to we're, uh, Downey Farms, right? Downies, yeah. Downies. Downies. In okay. Caledon. In Caledon, oh, okay. And this is like... This place blew up over the past couple of years uh-huh. because people so badly want that perfect Instagram photo. Yeah. And this is a place to go because they have a sea of pumpkins in front of their big, massive farm. And that's where you get that photo. Oh, okay. That's going to be fun, you guys. Great. Now, uh, if you are looking to get to this place or many, many of the other places that have pumpkins, um, you're probably thinking, how do I get the perfect pumpkin? We have the answer for you. <laughs> okay. These are your tips to choose the perfect pumpkin. Now, I didn't even know and I didn't think about the fact that there are different varieties of pumpkins. The other day, we were over at Pumpkinville. Yeah. And I saw these white pumpkins. And I, I thought about it. I was like, did I ever know that there were white pumpkins? And I don't think I knew that. But they also had, like, green ones and some beige ones. 
there's a bunch of different varieties of pumpkins. So yes. you know the type of pumpkin you yeah. can get. Yeah, right. that's right. All right. It's amazing because uh, we always thought they were orange. Yes. Right. And uh, listen to these names of pumpkins for the different varieties. You got sugar pie. Yeah, sugar pie. New England cheddar. Ah. Long Island cheese. Blue doll. I had no, never heard these names before. My, they I just have, sound like cheeses. They sound like all cheeses. of them. Yeah. <laughs> these are pumpkins. Okay. Um, also, when trying to choose the perfect pumpkin for carving, size matters. And I would think that you choose a big pumpkin. But according to what I'm reading, is smaller is better for carving. The smaller the pumpkin, the easier it will be to carve. How about that? That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, the smaller ones tend to be a little bit easier to cut. They're a little mm-hmm. sweeter, juicier, mm-hmm. um, less starchy, so they're easy to get a knife through. A lot of people take those uh, pumpkin seeds and then they they bake roast them, them and they roast yeah. them. So, yeah, and if you're making anything, if you are that good of a cook that you're taking what's inside the pumpkin to bake something, that's what they prefer. All right. Okay, bruises and rotting. I mean, that goes without saying, but sometimes we maybe don't look close enough, I guess. Please. Yeah, uh, you don't want a bruised up, rotted pumpkin because it's not going to be very uh, scenic or scenery worthy, you know. It's not gonna unless be... it's part of your uh, your look. Your look, right? Yeah. Maybe it's if it's half price and you're going for ghosts and goblins. Maybe that's the one you want. Yeah, maybe it's the yeah. you know if there's tons of other rotting yeah. creatures on your on your porch. <laughs> maybe the pumpkin right. could be rotting too, yeah. but you don't necessarily want that. Check if the pumpkin is hollow. How do you do that? Knock on the pumpkin, yeah, like a door, yeah. just like a watermelon. And you can knock on it to kind of get an idea of what's going on inside. If the pumpkin is hollow, once again, it'll be easier to carve. To test for a good one, hold the pumpkin with one hand, Jamar. Okay. Place your ear next to the pumpkin. See if you can hear the sound of the sea. No, I'm just kidding. And then <sighs> knock on it side with your knuckles uh, of your other hand. If you hear an echoing, 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 hollow sound, it's a good one. It's good. Okay. Um, funny. I'm going to see you guys. I want we're you to try hold those pumpkins. Yeah, you're going to knock on pumpkins. Yeah, no, yeah, with, by have. your ear. That's good. The stem is a big deal. Yeah, the stem. Uh, yeah. If the stem is brown and dry and still firmly attached, then you have a fresh pumpkin. kind of want that. kind of want it because you want to. It's that classic look with the yeah, kind yeah. of like the uh, the stem kind of slightly curving like, yes. a, like, a, like a whale's dorsal fin or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, check the color of the pumpkin. You want that really deep orange that classic halloween orange pumpkin look all right all right and last but not least use your nose uh because while you might not know what pumpkin smells like or what a fresh pumpkin smells like you will certainly know what a nasty pumpkin smells like. (laughs) yeah that's true right it's not good right no and uh doesn't take too much to figure that out so there it is yeah so off gassing stuff, yeah. Yeah, so are we uh, prepared? What do you so think? I think we're prepared. We're going to get one of those perfect pumpkins so that we could carve one of these bad boys out next week. This is going to be your first pump- pumpkin carving ever. This is my first pumpkin carving. Which is wild to me, but we're going to get it done. Yeah, we're going to do it. All right, and you know, you're, you'll have to show her the way. I will. I, I think will. She's pretty good with sharp objects. Well, but. not a problem. Yeah. And the waiver is, is ready for you to <laughs> sign. Okay. Yeah. Sign okay. here, please. And I'm bringing the glitter. Yeah, well, if you want to, sure. Do what you want to do. <laughs> do and bring a tea don't, light. Don't see that on the list. Tea lights, but okay. uh, sure, glitter yeah. can can work. Wake me up. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Jump 104.5. Get up. At the end of the uh, the lockdown, when people were kind of getting back to work and getting stressed with all of the new responsibilities and the new, I guess, demands of the job. Getting back in the office, there was a term that got coined called quiet quitting. Yeah. And people said, you know, 
they're, they're throwing way too much on me. And I don't want to just go into the office and go, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. So they would pull it back a little bit, pull it back a little bit, pull it up, stop doing this, stop answering emails, stop taking phone calls. And eventually, <laughs> you get to this point where your boss is like, what's going on with you? Mm-hmm. You're quietly quitting. Yes, you are. Yeah. The, the same thing is happening in relationships. Um, quiet quitting your relationship. Have you noticed that your partner has been disengaged? Like, they are not coming to the table not even to argue with you mm-hmm. like any little argument or conflict that they have in their head they're not even bringing it up they're keeping it inside disengaging yeah yeah, yeah. quiet quitting the yeah. relationship that's one of the, the the first uh one of the first symptoms of a quietly quitting partner in a relationship another one is that they're not even advocating for their needs anymore that's a big one you know sometimes you have people in a relationship and they go eh. Why don't you do this for me? Why did you do this? And then the other person goes, oh, you're just nagging. Mm. And then the person gets to the point where they're not even doing the nagging, quote, quote, anymore. Right. Quietly quitting. How funny or not funny is yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, another symptom of quietly quitting the relationship, you can let us know if somebody's doing this in, in your house. They're unwilling to own their anger. Uh-huh. They're angry about something, and in, instead of having a direct conversation with you about their anger, yes, they're angry in private. In they're private, having, <laughs> and it just takes over your whole personality. Yeah, they're having. So these... the things that you might have enjoyed tomorrow, like cooking dinner every night, or like arranging something to go out on a date with your partner, mm. stops. It just doesn't happen because you're so angry and it's zapping you from the energy to do that. You know, and and so you know, therefore, no me, no needs have been met. Yeah, on either side. And those are the warning signs. Wow. And those, that's not a good place to be because, listen, I'm one who doesn't like to argue, but I got to admit, at least I still get argued with. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you got someone who's not arguing with you anymore, they're yeah. just like, all right, you know, I've had it. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> it says here they want to express with their behavior, but uh, what they can't with their words. Yeah. And that's the thing, and that's kind of. It's kind of dangerous. So if you're listening to us right now, if you're thinking, yeah, that's happening, but that's not happening. Maybe you're on your way or maybe that is the conversation you need to have. Honey, have you heard about quiet quitting? Because this is what they were talking about on Chum this morning. That's not us, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Quietly quitting. <laughs> right? You don't want to get to that place. Wow. Yeah. It's happening. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, make sure you're having good communication. It's always the key to uh, building a good relationship. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I'm Chum. All right. Let's talk food because that's our favorite topic on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever dunk your McNuggets into sweet and sour sauce? Regularly. Regularly. That, that is the go to sauce for my nuggets. Uh, do you do you know what that flavor really really is? No. Wait a second. Do you know what that's? Like, I can't you know, believe I just like, said that. I know. But I've been like, eating something for years. <laughs> and I have no idea what it is. Okay. Wait. What is sweet and sour sauce? Well, this woman made a discovery because she felt the same way you did. I mean, I'm eating something that I don't know, and it, what I think it, it's like the worst thing I've ever. Is it made of f- fruit? It is fruit. What fruit isn't sweet or sour? But, okay. Sometimes when you go to like a Chinese restaurant and they'll give you the sweet and sour sauce yeah, yeah. like on the side um, and you like mix it up in your chicken or whatever, yeah. it'll have slices of pineapple in it. So mm-hmm. is sweet and sour sauce pineapple? Uh, no. Not according to this person. Okay. I still think my guess was correct. And What's I feel your like guess? you just didn't hear me when I said it. So what I, did you say? But now I don't want to guess it because I think I'm right. Tell me. Plum. No. Plum? <laughs> Okay. Say it louder because you're wrong. <laughs> okay. 
Producer Simone, do you have a guess? What is inside sweet and sour sauce? Well, if Azalea took plum, I'm going to go with peach now. Peach? No, guys, here it is, the big reveal. According to this woman, and she discovered that the worst fruit to exist makes the tastiest sauce, and the it is... worst fruit? Apricot. That's what sweet and sauce is? Uh-huh. Apricot? Yep. yep. Or apricot? What do you say? Say uh, I say apricot. I, say I can apricot. say apricot. No, I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever. It is. An apricot. I I now, I like dried apricots, apricots, but it's not a go-to for me. I but can't it, yeah. say I eat apricots too often. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. remember what it tastes yeah. like. Yeah. I've so had she, dried apricots before. Yeah. That's what I've had. Dried. Yeah. 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 Like That's interesting. Fruit. Yeah. So she said, you might be surprised to learn it's apricot. So you kind of. Now you know. Grind it up, make it into a paste. Melt yeah. it down. Yeah. And that's what sweet and sour sauce is. Yeah. Reduce it? What's the, that's I don't the word, even know. Right? I don't know. I, you know. You know, these guys have their special sauce at you know, McDonald's. I don't know what that is all about. But but this is what she's saying. A lot of people thought, oh, I taste pineapple. I taste mango. She said, no, it's apricot. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't even hey, know what man. I taste. I, know. <laughs> I just know it's sweet and she sour said, sauce. You know, we eat stuff and we love it, but what's in it? Like with honey mustard, says honey and mustard. We get that. Okay, right. but then, so sauce. Simone was that. the closest. What well, did you say yours was? Peach? Yeah, peach is kind of like an apricot, or an apricot. Because I would say, like, it's like a stone fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, peach is a stone fruit. What's a stone fruit? That means oh, that big when it has, like, it. that big seed in oh, it. Oh, the pit inside of it? Yeah. Not, not a stoned fruit. <laughs> yeah. just, to, just to be clear. You What'd you call me? <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. Yeah, so stone oh, there you fruits go. are right. all peaches, nectarines, cherries, mangoes, apricots. Plums. Oh wait, I was close too then. I was because a plum is kind of almost like a apricot, almost it's like also a peach. Also stone fruit. Okay. All right, but well, you know, we learned but some. Your, but your answer was incorrect. How many people listening knew that? <laughs> I would say not a. Uh, I would say a small percentage. Right. That sweet and sour sauce was apricot. I like it. I do like sweet and sour sauce even mm. more now that I know what's in it. Good to know. Gosh, it tells you how much we eat that we really don't know what's in it or right. where it's made. Sweet. And sour. What's the sour part of the sweet and sour? That's all I have. Okay. I didn't, I'm just, I, didn't go, I didn't go any deeper than that. Thank you. All right. You. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. I'm Chum. So if you're grabbing a cup of coffee this morning from your favorite coffee place, and you ask for that piece of cardboard that keeps the coffee cup from burning your hand, you ask for that thing or that cup sleeve. That's not the real name. That's not the real name. I've never thought about that. Wait a second. Yeah. I call it the sleeve. Yeah. Can I get? Yeah. And give me one of those things. Give me the, the, the sleeve. Yeah. I need the cup thing. sleeve. Yeah, it's a cup sleeve that a lot of people call it, but it's not. What's it called? Well, it's kind of weird, and I don't know why it's called this. It's called a zarf. <laughs> Z-A-R-F or Z-A-R-F. Zarf? It's a, a tube-shaped piece of material that you put around a cup for hot drinks to stop for you from burning your fingers when you hold it. I would have called it a coffee koozie. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking a koozie too. Right? Yeah. Like, it, that's really... Well, I was thinking it's cozy, a... but yeah. you obviously have the right word. I can't remember. No, I don't know. I don't, oh, don't, don't ever assume I'm, I'm right. <laughs> don't do that ever again. <laughs> koozie, cozy, I have no idea. What's it called? A zarf? Zarf? Z or Z A R F. That's what it's called. Zarf. And it's and it, it is it, it's in the dictionary and it's kind of weird. And I thought uh, the synonym is cup sleeve, but it's really got like everything's got a name. But we Love. you know it's like peeling it back and going the guy that or the woman that came up with this idea, 
I think we'll call it Zarf. I don't know what Look at this. Zarf. It's in Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did I'll you know that, Simone? Producer Simone? I had no idea. Okay, I was going good. with the cup sleeve. Yeah, okay, all right. The Zarf. So much on this morning show. The Zarf was often made of metal. Yeah. Silver, gold, and copper. Mm-hmm. Brass being the most common materials. How long has it been around, Jamal? The Zarf has okay. been around since the 18th century. Isn't that something? The Ottoman Empire. <laughs> like, what is going on? I just feel like the brass ones yeah. would keep your hand cold, yeah. not warm. They have, have they have wooden zarfs, I'm being told here. Very okay, few remain, yeah, yeah, but there yeah. once upon a time were wooden zarfs. But so so sometimes when you would get something back in the day, and this is when things were all black and white and people moved really fast on film. Um <laughs> they you know, when you had some some of these hot cups without the handles on it, yeah. they would put it into a metal kind of a sleeve so they wouldn't burn their hands because their gloves wouldn't even protect them. Gotcha. Yeah. Let me give you a little history. This is not mine. This, this according is according to good. Wikipedia. Okay. This may be made up, but Bring who knows? We're going to say it. Bring it on. Although, co- although coffee was uh, probably discovered in Ethiopia, yeah. it was in Turkey around the 13th century that it became popular as a beverage. Yeah. Yada, 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 yada. When coffee began to be served in cardboard cups in the late 20th century, the zarf became a thing uh-huh. or more disposable. But there were zarfs even back then because they were served in porcelain cups right. that got hot. That got hot. And, and hold the heat. Zarf. So when you, you know, back before the Zarfs happened in our very fast food world, sometimes I'd say, you know, on the on the road, I'd say, can you double cut me? They go, oh, it's going to cost you extra money. So then there came the Zarf because we weren't the only one complaining. And about. now our Turkish friends are chiming in. <laughs> are they? Zarf, zarf means envelope or envelope in okay. Turkish. Very good. It there it is. Zarf. There it is. The Zarf. Wait, I have one more for you that oh, I just sure. see from a texter. Okay. Okay. Do you know what that stem on the pumpkin is called? No. No. It's called a perduncle. A perduncle. Yeah, a zarf, a perduncle. We've learned so much today. All right. Add that to the the, the chum vocabulary. Is it perduncle or peduncle? Oh, no. Somebody said peduncle, and then somebody else said perduncle. Peduncle? Which one's more fun to say? Probably peduncle. Peduncle? Yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> your vo- your vocab ever expanding because you listen to mornings on Channel 105. Yep. Look at that. Zarf. Hand me a Zarf. Yeah. Don't forget We're to pick some peduncles <laughs> today. Yeah, that's where you're, you're going to wear again today? Downey's Farm. All right. Have fun, you guys. Cool. Pick up that pumpkin from the peduncle. Party on Wayne. Party on Zarf. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. In some celebrity drama news, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, and Jason Sudeikis, they've been trending because Jason and Olivia's former nanny has been talking. And she gave a tell-all interview, and it's making headlines. So the first thing, and the thing that the internet just can't seem to let go of, the nanny mentioned that Olivia has this special salad dressing that she makes, and she made it for Harry. So this is after uh, Jason found text between Olivia and Harry on her Apple Watch. And obviously, he was very heartbroken. And then he also allegedly laid down in front of Olivia's car to prevent her from leaving to bring this salad to Harry. That's real love. (laughs) That's real love. When you lay down in front of the car. I will lay down in front of the car. Cry in the rain. Sounds like a Bruno Mars song. That does. (laughs) 
That's, that's exactly what I said. Okay, let's go back to the Apple Watch for just okay. a moment as I'm a new owner of that. Mm-hmm. He found out, like, he found out where she was? No, she fa- he found the text messages between the uh, two of them. On, on her Apple Watch? On her Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Yeah. Okay. So many ways to get caught. Like, you guys are slipping. Or to f- discover the truth. <laughs> discover the truth. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I meant. Well, let's watch how we word that. <laughs> I meant discover the truth. So many ways to discover the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see what so, you're doing over there, though. But because you guys we as people, <laughs> because we make everything extra funny, people just want to know about the salad dressing. They're like, "What is the salad dressing? No, Why is it so don't. special?" Okay. So now everyone's trying to figure it out. So Olivia Wilde, I guess, was like, "You know what? I'm going to help you guys out." So last night she posted where she got the salad dressing recipe from and it's she posted this excerpt from a book called heartburn to her instagram stories so here's how you make the salad dressing it's a vinaigrette mix two tablespoons of gray poupon mustard with two tablespoons of good red wine vinegar oh that's good already then whisking constantly with a fork slowly add six tablespoons of olive oil Uh until the vinaigrette is thick and creamy Uh this makes a very strong vinaigrette that's perfect for salad greens like arugula watercress and endive oh i like that recipe thank you that tastes that tastes good it's so funny extra it's just extra funny that she posted it because it's just also petty because like yeah, this tell-all I mean, is coming out about yeah. your ex-husband being so heartbroken, and this is part of the reason. And she's like, dude, dude, let me just post this. She's hey, do you guys want to know what it, what's in it? Here. Yes. <laughs> so for anyone else, uh, I did post it. Oh, right. So if you're trying to catch a Harry Styles type guy, this is the salad dressing that did it. Did they say into the into the man's stomach? Right, the eyes like the way to a man's heart, heart is, is through, through his stomach. stomach. Through his stomach. Yeah. yeah okay. So she made him a home cooked meal oh. with a side salad with some infidel dress. dressing. <laughs> Inf- some infidel dress. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, the nanny's saying a lot, though, because she's saying both stuff about Jason and Olivia. Apparently, Jason had fired her like in a really bad way, and that's why she's kind of disgruntled, we're going to say. Um, so not only did Olivia leave her marriage in the dust, but she also abandoned their golden retriever, Gordon. Aww. So the nanny said that she wanted to get rid of the dog to spend more time with Harry, and she also allegedly um, bombarded Jason with text messages and voice notes that she still loved him and that he's her everything up to December 2020 and sent him a lot of mixed messages. So that's why he was extra confused and maybe extra hurt. So maybe that that's the reason why he delivered the the papers the way he did. Yeah. Uh, but... It's, I mean, it's kind of messy, huh? It's messy. It is messy. But I guess I mean, he's winning all these awards for Ted Lasso, and it is, he must be. When I was watching the first season of Ted Lasso, I went, "Oh, your heart is broken," because in that first season, he and his wife split, right? Right. And that just made me even sadder. All right, thanks. Thanks for the uh, recipe, by the way. Right, but in all the pain, we do have food. So yes, we there's, do. The salad dressing is up on the Chum 104.5 Instagram page. Divorce dressing, maybe. Something or infidel address. That's you... why you've been you've been very quiet over there. Yeah, he's I'm just trying, trying to, to figure out how they how to, to how, to, how to bottle this up and yeah, market. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to call it infidel infidel address divorce yeah. dressing, uh, IDD. That's what you do. That's what he does. We'll call it IDD. I don't know. Okay. Tasty. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar on Chum. One of the most popular Halloween candies, M and M's. Right. These are classic. You have two. You have two of them in your hand. Yeah, this is a uh, peanut and plain. 
something uh, you probably didn't know about M&Ms. If I asked everybody listening right now, you could text your answer to 104536 when asked this question. Okay. What is the least common color in the M&M's bag? Wow. The least common color. The color you find the least. Okay, so we're going to find out soon. Well, I know the answer. We're just going to BS-proof yeah, this, this okay. uh, information. What would okay. you say? Uh, I, when I think of M&M's, I always see yellow, so that's not the answer. Wow, there's a ton of blue ones in there's here. There's a ton of blue ones in that one, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, there are. Okay, what about in the peanut version? Right, so this is the, the plain M&M's. This one looks like the most... The, looks blue like and the, green. Yeah, we got a lot of blue and green in here. And in the peanut M&M's... Okay. It looks like... A lot of green. Some yellow. A lot of red. A lot of red, yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to what I've read, the least uh, amount of colors you find in the M&M's bag are the brown ones. What? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Here. Give me give me one of those. Give me all of them. I think I think it holds true. Yep. Yeah. The no. brown definitely yeah. the, the 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 smallest represented color in here is brown. I see a lot of wow. yellow. I see a lot of green. I see a lot of red. Yeah. That that bowl you have here has a ton of blue. A ton of blue. I was going to say, it looks like the peanut ones have more brown represented in there. Oh. Okay. And it looks Not like we're the brown. only people that didn't know this because everyone's texting in brown. They knew that was brown? Mm -hmm. Look at, that's about it, guys. Mm -hmm. Not very much. Sorry, I'm putting my hands all over, but don't worry about it. They're all good. All right, well. Um, Jamar. Yep. I got to tell you, look, I've got about maybe 20 out of that whole collection. Yeah. I'm looking. I have the peanut ones. How come people do that? We didn't know that. I've got to dig through here to find the brown ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do the flavors of these taste different with no, the No, they all taste the same. same. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm not eating on the air. No. Okay. That's okay. It's an excuse for us to eat M&M's. All right. So there according you go. to the survey we're reading. Yeah. yeah. The smallest number color in the M&M's bag is usually brown. And if you're a diva, you say, I don't want any of the blue ones when in backstage. Mm -hmm. You've heard about those writers, I've right? I've heard about those, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here you okay. go without the brown ones. There you go. Still a lot of M&M's left. There you go. Brown is the... So when you go through your kid's candy, yeah. you'll say, hey, guys, listen, let me see what you got. You go through the M&M's and go, I'll just take uh, the blue ones and leave them with the brown ones. But I would say, wouldn't the brown ones be healthier because there's less dye? Oh, no. Because they're already brown. Because chocolate's already brown. Um, I don't know. I I, I feel like they, they color these brown also. I'm going to be honest. That question comes from a rom-com uh -huh. featuring Jennifer Lopez. Oh. I that's, think it's... Uh, that's probably why I don't know the, the it's question. the one where she is the wedding planner. Oh, oh the, the wedding, wedding planner. planner. <laughs> is the name of the movie. Well, there it is. We learned some things today. Okay. Thanks for the snack. I haven't yeah. had M&M's in a long time. It's, the brown M&M's are the same color as a peduncle. Which is the top of a pumpkin. There we go. We're learning a lot today. <laughs> we are. It's science day. Great. Here a Chum. All right. So now we know. Okay. The brown is the minority of the bag. Ooh, I'm an offended. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna cancel M and M's. <laughs> get M and M on As the phone. stuffing a whole bunch. M and M's are canceled. And All M and M's, right. the M stand for Mars and, and what's Mer the other word? Merle, I think. 
No, I'm Merle. I thought I told you this yesterday. And Mocklet. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't type it fast enough. Uh, Murray. Murray. Mars and Murray. Mars and Murray. M&M. Great. Happy M&Ms to you. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. Cookie Monster is going viral. He tweeted out his actual name. Did you guys know Cookie Monster has a name? No, I've no. been dying to hear this forever. What is Cookie okay, Monster's so real name? Here's what his tweet says. Did you know me name is Sid, but me still like to be called Cookie Monster? No. That was, that was my Cookie Monster Sid? voice. You need a little more gruff in that voice to do Cookie Monster. <laughs> Did you know me name is Sid? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sid. The Cookie Monster. So the Cookie Monsters is, is his title. Okay. Cookie Monster is just like what he is. What he is. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a Cookie Monster. Like, he's a Cookie Monster. He's a monster that okay. enjoys cookies. That's good. But I yeah, his name is Sid. Sid. Hey, Sid. So the internet's pretty much melting down, trying to figure out how did we just never know this. Um, so if you're ever playing a trivia game and they're like, for a million dollars, what is Cookie Monster's name? Now you know. Sid. <laughs> it's Sid. Okay, now we have to figure out. What's Big Bird's name? Is that his name or is it just a description? I, I mean, we know you're a big bird, but what's yeah. your name, man? You you bring good questions to the table. Okay. Big Bird's real name. We're going to find that out right I, now. I believe the actor that plays Big Bird's name is Carol. Yes. Right. Oh, his name is... Oh, okay. Big Bird's real name is Biggest Canarius. Stop. Biggest Canarius? Yeah. That's a scientific That's name. That's a scientific Latin name. We need to know the name. That's it. I guess his real name is Big Bird. Okay. That's it. Big Bird. That's it. And that's it. It's real and it's Big Bird. Big Canary. Biggest no. Canarius. Biggest Canarius and Sid. Great. Love that for us. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. Well, the leaves have finally changed color and in a dramatic way. I Maybe it's a good thing. Give us something to look at during this crazy traffic in this town. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness! What was that? What was the comment you guys were making earlier this morning? That it, would, would, would what, you just say? Uh, what FML? About you coming back from? Uh, no, me. that just how beautiful it is. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 on the DVP. No, you coming on the DVP, which was only the, the highlight because the traffic was so bad. Because right, getting into the city, there was a saying that you said this morning. Right, the traffic wasn't bad, but it's such a scenic drive. I can't yeah. remember what I said, but getting into. Oh, the it's city. an hour. It's oh, an hour. we were saying oh. that it's an hour, no matter what you do, getting no across town. What you do. Yeah, yeah, that there's a meme going around saying that Toronto's one hour from Toronto. Toronto, Toronto is That's one it. hour from Toronto. Yeah, it feels that. No way. matter what you do, it's going to take you an hour get from one end to the other yeah, yeah i tried right. to get down uh towards the uh, lakeshore on three or four different routes just outside of this building mm-hmm. and there is like construction for yeah. condos for streets for infrastructure and it's like wow man i'm glad we have ways and that sort of thing yeah but even with ways like you go through all the back roads and it's just like everyone you could see all the wazers because they're all taking the same route you're taking it's, it's yeah, but I like to say construction zone still there. I like to you report that it. Button. That's I'm, that's good on you. That's good, that's good on you. <laughs> but it, it's crazy. But the, but everything is beautiful, and it will be for the next maybe a week or so. Mm-hmm. And then when the rain really picks up and the wind picks up, just in time for Halloween, that's when uh, we might see a different uh, street tree story. Well, nice scenery. Gorgeous. It's so pretty in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So enjoy the scenery. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. 